Now, get up to get, get, get down. Now, one, one's a joke in your town. That's under 26 seconds. <laughs> it's definitely less than 26 seconds, so you can't hit us with copyright. Boom. <laughs> it is. And let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody. And welcome to the Cage Bird Chronicles Season 2. As usual, y'all know the drill. All who are willing to listen are welcome. This week, we are going to be doing another unplugged episode. I'm pretty sure this is unplugged episode number three. And today, we're going to be talking about a not-so-happy topic of police brutality. But um, once again, lovelies, my name is Sydney. And I am Dana. Ooh, Dana. I'm all so tired. <laughs> I'm Shelby. And um, yeah. Before we get started, we would like to let you guys know that we are currently searching for two permanent Cage Bird Chronicles cast members to join the squad. We will be conducting first round interviews soon, so stay tuned for further announcements. First and foremost, ladies, let's talk about where to start. You know what? Let's talk about the Chauvin case to start off with, because at least that's some positive news. Good news first. Relatively positive news. Well, neutral news. Yeah, I think that's that's a better way to put it. I mean, so we all know he's been charged officially with and convicted of three, uh, three cases. One was manslaughter, right? So... The way that that state defines things, um, I'm pulling it up now. They define things differently, which is how he ended up being charged with like third degree manslaughter or third degree murder or some shit. Um, but yeah, there were three charges that he was found guilty of. Mm-hmm. I'm um, trying to see which ones. So basically, yeah, second degree murder, third degree murder, and manslaughter. Right. So second degree murder means that he caused, well, this is what it is everywhere, that he unintentionally caused George Floyd's death, which I don't know how you mm, unintentionally no. nine minutes. Um, or while attempting, he attempted to commit a felony. No, he so could basically. So basically breaking out. At the same time, Dana, we didn't hear your commentary. Is this better? Yeah, but it's Dana's, whenever Dana's commenting, it's not coming in. So it's just cracking on both of y'all's ends. Uh, Say something, Dana. Okay, while she's getting herself together. So basically second degree manslaughter means that you were doing something you had no business doing and you took somebody's life unintentionally. Um, So like if you're speeding down the highway and you don't see a pedestrian and you run them over and kill them Mm -hmm. because you were driving recklessly, like um, running from the police, that's second degree manslaughter. You didn't mean to do it. Um, first degree manslaughter, I think would be like, you got into a fight, like you went there, you knew you were about to get into a fight. But in during the course of the fight, you did something that ended up leading to that person's death. Like, you meant to cause harm, but you ain't mean to kill him. Well, for real, for real. I don't I mean, (laughs) while I am happy that he was found guilty on all three counts, I don't see how it is manslaughter at all. Like I get what they're trying to argue is that he didn't go out planning to murder somebody that day but i feel like after really after minute one maybe i'll give you up to three three minutes no you planned it so i don't know how many goes through the unintentionally for nine minutes yeah yeah right so let me do these other two and then i'm gonna tell y'all what i what i think um so third degree murder is that basically it's almost like manslaughter but it basically means that he did something dangerous and he did it without regard to the other party's life so he had his knee on his neck didn't give a fuck people were like get up he can't breathe he was like nah he's fine and he might have believed it but only in the way that you know 
the complete lack of empathy that he did not believe this man when he said, I cannot breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second degree manslaughter. Oh, I'm sorry. The first one was second degree unintentional murder. Um, and then second degree manslaughter, which is they're just, he's just guilty due to negligence in his behavior, which all true. And I don't think that, I don't, I don't know who was trying to argue that any of these were what he actually did and that he didn't intend to kill George Floyd. Um, but what I do know is that when it comes to the law, there's a difference between knowing that somebody purposely killed someone and then being able to prove it. So for us, we can see in his face that he was purposely trying to take this man out and knew what he was doing while he was doing it. But you can't prove what's going on in somebody's head unless they say, yeah, I'm meaning to kill him right now. I'm doing it on purpose and there's nothing you can do about it. He didn't say any of that out loud. So you can't prove that he had any plans of going out to kill somebody because there's no proof of it anywhere. So he would have gotten off if he would have been charged with second degree murder. Mm -hmm. So... I actually, I think they charged him smart um, because a lot of those charges, well, pretty much all of those charges have a minimum of five to 10 years and some of them max out 25 years, some of them max out at 40 years. He very well may never see the outside of a prison again, depending on the judge who thoughts, judge, thoughts. Well, I hope he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't see the outside. I don't, I I really do. I hope he doesn't see the outside again. Because at the very same time, I mean, in my opinion, you made sure somebody else couldn't. So you should be subjected to your same or similar punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, for all I care, suffer. It's honestly it's just what bugs me is that you know, I, I saw a lot of people calling it justice and it really bugged me because I didn't feel like this was justice. I think this was just accountability. Mm-hmm. Justice to me was this shit not happening in the first place or justice to me would have been the other fucking three cops that were there stopping homie from being excessive and reporting the fucking crime when it was happening because in my opinion he became a criminal very quick in that whole entire situation what became what began as a regular police issue ended up being an assault transferring from an assault to a murder so I asked that question because I don't know if y'all saw like the reaction because Maxine Waters said exactly what the fuck I would have said, which was if the verdict is not right, stay in the streets Mm -hmm. and protest. She said, stay right where you're at because if it's not, if it's anything but guilty, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So the judge came back and was like, I just wish that the, these politicians would stop talking about things in a way that's disrespectful to the justice system Mm -hmm. um no because in america the trend has been that the justice system doesn't do what it's supposed to do until people act a goddamn fool right y'all don't said that they they might declare it a miss no they were saying that they might declare a mistrial just because of what maxine waters had said and To me, that was absolutely because you have so many people saying that very same argument and you're going to sit here and try to tell me that because she said it now you might have to declare this whole thing a mistrial because of that. No. Well, who said it? Who said that they they would declare a mistrial? It was in the um, it was in the news outlets. Let me see if I can find oh, it. They're stupid. So that's one of those things where um, I know like a long, long time ago, I talked about media and media and darkenment which mm-hmm. basically means like the press puts out a lot of information and half the time the shit doesn't make any sense and it's not actually teaching anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to be informative. 
they can't declare a fucking mistrial over what she said because the jurors are sequestered. They don't have access to media. They don't have phones. They can't talk to anybody. And if they did, it would get declared a mistrial based off of them having access to media, not based off of her saying something. Yeah, here it is. It says that his defense team seeks mistrial over her comments, but the judge ruled it out. I think we call that grasping at straws. Yeah, they did that the last day of trial. Mm. Yeah, and they he gets an automatic appeal. So when y'all see it in the news, it's going to be Sheldon appealing verdict, but it's your constitutional right. It's automatically started once you're found guilty of a crime um, or convicted of murder. It automatically starts. So it says here that the judge overseeing the trial also said the abhorrent comments from Congresswoman Maxine Waters could lead to the trial being overturned on appeal throwing any verdict in the case of George Floyd's death into doubt. It could, but it ain't gonna. Yeah. It's not going to because there's where's the, there's no legal basis for it. And I think that's why I was asking what y'all thought of him because I think when he said that and he opened his mouth, he showed his prejudice, um, which it doesn't surprise me that a judge is pro-police, but he like he showed his ass like, sir, we see you. And if you don't, if he fucks up during sentencing, it's going to be expected. Like I already expect him to not give Chauvin the the longest sentence. He's not going to run things concurrently. He's going to be like, oh yeah, do this, this, and this, and you can put them all together. A nice 10 years for all of this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where I was going to go earlier. Um, As happy as I am for the conviction. I will not be satisfied until I hear the sentence because I know that even he's an officer. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, the law is skewed in his favor. Mm -hmm. So I am not, while I'm grateful that he got the conviction, I am not hopeful that he's going to serve a justified amount of time in jail. Right. Well, while we're, while we're on the topic of him, have y'all seen, some people, uh, these are conspiracy theorists, so y'all got to hear just how wild this is. So I've seen quite a few pictures of people holding up a picture of what Chauvin looked like when he was an arresting cop versus what he looked like now. And a lot of people were declaring that he is not the same person that they brought. Like the same guy. Huh? He doesn't look like the same guy, but he looks like the guy that was d- doing the arresting, getting his ass beat by the system for the last couple of however long. Right. And I, I agree with him. He doesn't look like the same guy. I do believe it was the same guy. It was the same But guy. it doesn't, it, it, he doesn't look like he's the same guy. He looks like him after he's fattened up a bit. He got his ass whooped a couple of times. Like, he's seen some shit. What a coincidence. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, you know, stress does um, raise your blood pressure. can make you swell the yeah. fuck up. Um, and those, those jail diets aren't the best. Yeah, true. Right. They're not the best. He should right. get used to it, though, because um, not speaking from personal experience, okay, but I heard in jail, prison, they don't they're not allowed to use chemicals for cleaning so your cells just get in mop of water Ooh. and when the people that cook they're not watching them to make sure they're not like spitting and making sure they're washing their hands there might be somebody in there but mm. they are not overseeing the major it's not the fucking like the health department is in there 24 7 making sure this shit is clean and up to code so you about to have some nasty ass moldy ass food I hope Hopefully. he gets neutral loaf every day for the rest of his life. You hope he what? He gets neutral loaf every day for the rest of his life. Yeah. That shit is not about to be fun, baby. And somebody said something about when are they going to put him um, in gin pop. He will not be in gin pop. He won't. He will nope. never be in gin pop. He's a cop. He's Even if he weren't George Floyd's murderer... Mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be in PC. Like, he's right. not going to be in Gen Pop. They won't let it. He will get killed on the first day because just knowing he is a cop 
Right. He will get killed on the first day. Matter of fact, you might have some like cohesion between all of the different jail gangs. Just be, you know, the white people are going to be mad because he's a cop. He's a pig in the first place. The black people are going to be mad because he killed a black man and he's a cop in the first place. And the Hispanic people are going to be mad because he a cop and he killed somebody of color in the first place. And the Asian people who are barely in there anyways are going to be mad because he's a cop and he killed a person of color. (laughs) He has zero things going for him. We'll never see Jen Pop. He will even if they put him in jail for a good long time, he will never see Jen Pop. That being said, you know, isolation is not a good way to spend the rest of your days, which I'm very okay with him ending up that way. There's a reason why the Quakers stopped doing solitary confinement. Oh my God, thank you so much for doing that. Oh, you're welcome because it's considered cruel and, un- and cruel and unusual punishment to them. But in good old America, we don't learn lessons. So once we got it, we never let it go. Um, but they were... And, and extremely cruel. The human brain is physically changed with extended periods of isolation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, people who are left in isolation for a long time, there are people who are left in ISO for years. Um, and they come out different people. Please they see the case of Khalif Browder. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They come out damaged. They cannot readapt to the real world. It, there is nothing beneficial about that isolation except like pr- in, for protective means that should not be used as a punishment in any way, shape, or form. It's cruel. If you have crazy religious bigots saying we should really stop fucking doing this to people, it's cruel. Why are we still doing this? Because it's America and we don't learn lessons and um, they like to rule with the hammer. Uh, iron fist while holding flowers out in front of people and telling them they're not doing anything. Those aren't screams you hear. Those are the bees. Anyway, a sidebar speaking about, um, because I heard that he was, and I saw, I believe that he was put into um, psych. Was he really? Yeah, for um, suicide watch, which I feel like they do sometimes just as a precaution. Mm -hmm. But also, you know how uncomfortable it is to be on suicide watch in a prison it's not like fluffy walls and shit it's no blankets it's like it's bare minimum you sleep on the metal the part that everybody else gets a thin little cot for Mm -hmm. you sleep on the metal it's cold because you have no blankets they're not giving you anything that you can hang yourself with cut yourself with suffocate yourself with hmm so it is a sad, sad existence. Okay. And there are no windows because you're not going to break the windows to cut yourself with. It is a sad, sad place to be. However, I backtrack to anybody who has not heard of Khalif Browder, which at this point, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Right. I don't know how you have it. Um, Black people. I would recommend recommend you look it up like maybe like a news article everybody else i would recommend going to netflix and jay-z has done a documentary um that is about khalif browder that actually has him in it um and i say don't watch it black people because i watched it and like he reminded me so much because he looks like my nephew's dad mm. And my nephew is starting to look like his dad. And like, by the end of it, I was just like toe up mentally. Um, and so long story short, Khalif Browder was picked up under suspicion of stealing a backpack that he did not steal. He did not um, admit guilt and he never went to trial. However, they still threw a 15 or 16 year old boy into Rikers Island with adult men mm-hmm. Um and left him there and essentially they just kept continuing his case every time he would go to court they'd say plead guilty he'd say no he said they'd say fine we're continuing your case plead guilty no fine we're continuing your case so he never actually went to trial he was in prison or in jail because Rikers Island is a jail um notorious and I I thought that they were um shutting that that jail down because of how bad it is is it still open it's still open, but they said that they were shutting it down. Um, I had heard that. I thought it was closed by now. Yeah. I look. I have to look it up, but I don't think it's closed yet. And so, 
they it, it wasn't just that it was jail it was that he was getting attacked by prisoners because he wasn't like the biggest person so he was getting attacked by the other people in the jail he was getting attacked by the jail guards the jail guards were locking him in rooms um, and sticking people on him he tried to hang himself while he was in the jail they wouldn't let him hang himself and they just tortured him for three years and not only that he spent more than half that time um in solitary confinement. And so when he came out, he tried to get restitution for what happened to him because they let him out. And they called him a liar once he got out and it drove him crazy to the point that he hung himself outside of his window. You know what's fucking crazy? They don't even have to document when prisoners are sent to isolation. Prisoners can be left there for like in his case, years. Prisoners can be can stay in solitary for years. They don't have to keep track of it. They don't have to, and they don't distribute, um, ex- unless you're in a prison or a jail that has a specific psych um, inmate section, they don't have to distribute any sort of like medication for psychological disorders. Most prisons don't do that. Yeah. So there's no hope of reintegrating someone into society after that. Just to let you guys know that Rikers Island is not closed down. Rikers Island has, um, well, let me take this back. De Blasio and Johnson agreed to close the jail complex by 2026 and open four new um, jails at the cost of $8.7 billion. Money. That's what we need. That's how we solve things. Because they're still, it's still a stream of income and they're going to make money off of the deal. It's fucking New York. Like, are those prisons going to be private? Duh. I'll take duh for <laughs> 2000, Alex. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did. I think that the only reason that anybody knew about Khalid Browder being in solitary as long as he was is because he stayed alive long enough mm-hmm. to let people know. Um, because I think it was something like 16 months that he said total he was and considering he was in jail for three years half that time he was in solitary confinement and he didn't even do anything they were like starving this a child not a man Mm -hmm. starving a child beating him up it's essentially torture like they wanted if y'all like essentially it is yeah y'all might just kill me like don't put me through all that shit thanks Mm mm-hmm if there's no hope that I'm going to recover after that shit, just let me go. Mm-hmm. Problem is, they don't even care enough. Exactly. Right. And they don't see the harm. Well, they want, unfortunately. So, here's here's my argument. I believe, well, not I believe, this is factually true. You forfeit your rights as a citizen when you commit crimes that are going to get your ass sent to jail. You Correct. Watch the uh, documentary 13th if you don't know the details behind that. Right. right. Now, Legally, you become a sl- you become become a legal slave. Mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, we've seen the history of this country when it comes to slavery, and we don't treat slaves mm-hmm. well, anyways. We enjoy, not we. Hold on, let me take that back. I'm gonna say white people. But my ass, white people shit. enjoy beating up on slaves, beating up on their slaves, and here we have our legal form of slavery. Why would they then forfeit that opportunity and that right that's given to them by the government? They had a whole war beforehand trying to give that shit up. And now here it is legally allowing them to maintain slavery in the United States. And you're asking them to be able to be nice about it? It's not going to happen. Which is why people, I think... I don't even think people know what I'm talking about when I say it now. When I be like, fuck Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's ass owned a slave. And nobody knows what I'm talking about when I say this shit. I don't I remember. I, I remember that. He did. I so don't. there was this woman that was incarcerated. And while Jimmy Carter was governor of whatever state he was governor in, this woman, he got from the prison to be the housekeeper and maid for free during her time during his time as governor 
Wow. Because it was freed due to her incarceration. I know. Jimmy Carter. Don't give a fuck about him building houses for humanity. That nigga is trying to buy his way. Yes, I said nigga referring to a white man. Is trying to buy his way into heaven. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. I'm glad you said something. The more you know, fuck, the, fuck him. But along the lines of what Sydney was saying, as far as legal slavery is concerned, if you think that the laws were not written to skew, to, 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 to put back Black people back into that box of slavery, you understand that when slaves were freed, cool, slaves were freed, 13th Amendment came around, and then we got things like larceny laws and loitering laws. And, you know, vagrancy laws, which shit that allowed people who didn't have a place to go, like, hmm, I don't know, freed slaves, uh, not to be able to live their fucking lives anymore so they can get, you know, locked up by police and thrown right back in jail to become what? A legal fucking slave. You so want to know something? Fun fact that I learned about... Out of your fucking life. Fun fact, Dana, sorry, I didn't... You'll have to repeat that last thing. Fun fact that I learned, and this is completely and totally kind of off topic, is that, um, so Dana's and our family, um, Dana's and my family come from Loisa in Puerto Rico. And what I found out recently, actually today when I was doing research, is that Loisa was a town of freed slaves. I didn't know that. I thought that Loisa was also part of like the community of the slave trade but what they did is essentially took freed slaves and put them there to defend part of the um the i guess what would you call the island at the time because it was their least manned base and so they thought hey if we free these slaves the british people thought hey if we free these slaves we put them here with the remaining taino indians that are over here because we freed them, they'll be willing to protect us in this location and locality. And that's how you got um, Loisa, where you have the mixture of native and black, mainly from Nigeria blood. Hmm. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that fun fact in there. And I'm also going to put in that we are at 125, we started at 55, we're at, I think, like 40 minutes. Okay. No, that's no, that's very interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to throw that in about the Thirteenth Amendment and how the Constitution was literally written. It's slavery is literally written into the Constitution of the United States. Right. So I, I how, if you don't think laws were written to benefit the slave owner, you're out of your fucking mind. And before anybody, have, go ahead, Cindy. I have to say. This is going to be a very controversial topic, but also this is also one of the reasons why it bugs me a lot how people of color, women of color have a tendency to, not a tendency, a lot of women of color will report like their former significant others on stuff like back child support and stuff to the point where they'll end up getting sent to jail. Like I understand with people that deserve it, but like men that are genuinely trying but can't afford it when they do this, that stuff to get them, basically to force them into the system as payback, revenge, whatever, for because he don't want you, all of that jazz. It really pisses me off when I see situations like that because you're, you're pushing that man into a system of, uh, into systematic slavery. I agree. Um, yeah, in those, specific situations i think motive makes is the big determiner there though because there's some people out here though that will avoid it at all costs um which is completely unfair to any child especially if you're like one of these parents then it could be the father or the mother because it's not always the mother that's taking care of the child you're right um that is always talking about how much they love their child and how much they're going to take care of their child and promising the world to them and then like consistently just not doing what you're supposed to be doing um that's that shit i don't like that like i don't care about a relationship between me and you but when you have a child and you keep failing them and it's literally just you and not like the fact that you can't get a job the fact that you can't get a house it's just you that's completely different right i think cindy was talking about like specific scenarios where people where women 
basically, or not necessarily just women, where parents mm-hmm. who are no longer with the other parent of their child force them into the system um, for petty reasons. And that's not child support, just with any situation. Like, mm-hmm. um, don't get police involved if you don't want violent force to be involved. Right. Uh, that's just a general rule. And I got that from a family member of mine who is a police officer. If you don't want violent force to be involved to resolve whatever issue you have, don't call the cops. If Which is why. Right. Because they don't, we already know, they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they will resort to violence. Period. As much as they shouldn't, which, you know, talking about, I'm pretty sure we're going to get into it, but discussing, you know, other cases of police brutality, like um, the 16-year-old girl who was murdered because she was apparently a threat to society, um, who was murdered for holding a knife to an officer. There are so many non-lethal takedowns that officers know. There are so many means of non-lethal incapacitation that officers carry on them that there is genuinely no excuse for the casual murder that they commit on a regular basis. You carry non-lethal means of disabling, especially a fucking 16-year-old girl. She's not number one on my threat list, and I don't have the kind of training that you have. So there have been different versions of this story that have come out, and I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I watched the fucking video. I mean, I saw it because somebody sent, I saw a part of it because somebody sent it to me and I didn't know what it was. I can't when I, Huh? When I got it? I couldn't. Mm -mm. I didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. when I got it. So I clicked it because it just looked like somebody like standing in the street talking. Right. Um, And so I clicked it and I was like, oh, that's what this is. Um. And so I've seen other people that are talking and like even black people, like, and it always happens. I don't know why for some reason this time around people are surprised that there's black people defending a police officer or defending somebody who's done some shit because every time this happens, there are black people that will try to play devil's advocate and be like, well, maybe, nah, 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 shut the fuck up, shut, just wait, okay? And there enough video evidence or witness statements will come out to the point where this shit will be unexcusable and you're going to be sitting here looking like a whole coon idiot. Just shut the mm-hmm. fuck up for a second. So, um, I have a story about that when you're done. Okay. This one made me laugh in the saddest way possible, but go ahead. Okay. So there have been people and black people, non-black people, uh, kumbaya, we are the world ass motherfuckers talking about <laughs> how- you said kumbaya and I was about to steal that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you kumbaya but bu- like fucking built body bitch you kumbaya we are the world as head ass people like so they've been talking and been like yeah well she was tall and she was big and um i would have used a gun too because i would have been scared okay but you're you okay motherfucker you're you you're not a police officer number one and number two i was a tall ass child like to the point where i went i've been out as a 15 year old with my mother to dinner and when i ordered a virgin version of a drink they brought me alcohol without checking my id and i wasn't fighting no fucking body Mm -hmm. as a teenager barely as an adult like I got a little bit like more calloused and hard up as an adult, but as a as a child and a teenager, I wasn't putting hands. I won't fight. And if you want to fight me, I'm going to tell my mama. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to go get my cousins in them because they're a little bit more tougher than me. But mm-hmm. what ended up happening is, is like I'm not. You're not going to convince me that an officer had the right to shoot a child because she was bigger than them. His little, maybe his little ass should have done steroids because one, she wasn't facing him. Two, she was waving a knife at somebody else and yelling, stop, stop, is not de-escalation tactics. Especially when you know that somebody called and said, these people, people, plural, have showed up to my house. And if it was me, if you showed up to my motherfucking door and I'm the only one there and I know that you're coming to kick my ass, I've done it before. I'm opening the door with a butcher knife. And mm-hmm. if you like if you insist on staying on my property or trying to put hands on me, I'm cutting you. And whatever happens to you is the consequences of your own actions because I was at home minding my business. 
Yeah, no, I, it's absolutely disgusting. The shit that I've, I've, the defenses that I'm watching people pull out for the murder of a 16 year old girl, which is really what you're trying to justify at this point, regardless of what the situation is. I want you to think about this, people who argue in, in, in favor of this police officer. I want you to think about this. You are arguing in favor of the murder of a fucking child. I want you to think about that. Like, yes, circumstances, no, no circumstances did not evoke that crime. But yes, circumstances may come into play in different situations. But when it boils down to it, you are arguing pro the murder of a 16-year-old girl. Now, the story that I was going to tell you that made me laugh in a really sad way, I was on Facebook, and I sent you guys a screenshot. I was on Facebook the other day arguing with the coon about this. It was an older black man. Um who I searched his profile, had no relation to the police whatsoever, so I really don't know why he felt this way. Um, and yes, I'm nosy. If you if you fight with me on Facebook, I'm going through your whole life. That's Uncle just- Rucka said ass. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, so he's commenting, and I had commented, or somebody had, it was a white person that originally commented, saying that the murder was justified. And I replied to that comment saying absolutely not, and running down my reasons why it was not, because it's fucking not. And he was just like, well, how can you say that it wasn't necessary in this situation for him to pull out a gun? I'm like, because I saw the fucking video. And at the end of the day, all that happened was a 16-year-old girl who called the police was murdered due to that police officer's misunderstanding. Um, and he was like, well, you don't know what this child could have been. I'm like, what are you talking about what this child could have been? And he was like, you know, some 16-year-olds overseas get trained as assassins. I am dead. I have the screenshot. I sent y'all the screenshot. He was like, "There's some some children overseas can get trained as murderers, and you never know what you're gonna come up on as a police officer." I was like, "Okay, let's say that was the case. Let's say she was a secret assassin." You watch anime, first of all. But (laughs) you are a police officer and the adult in this situation. Like, it does not matter. You have techniques to disarm i took a woman's self-defense class that class was 45 minutes long and in that class they showed me how to disarm a full-grown man if i know how to do it from taking Susie's self-defense why the fuck doesn't a police officer know how to do it and why are we justifying that that police officer doesn't know how to do it in situations like this not and only that, that. Oops. rock paper scissors but who gets to go first um, I just wanted to say they haven't released. Re- mm. I just want. I know I'm drinking, but what you doing? No, reading something else at the same time. Okay, so what I wanted to say was they haven't released the name of the police officer yet. However, um, DC police are investigating an officer right now for actually, in my opinion, making light of the situation. Um, I'm guessing at another stop, there were a couple of people filming an encounter with DC police. And one of the kids, or I don't know if he was a kid or a man, said a smart ass comment and essentially was like, are y'all gonna kill me like y'all did Makia Bryant? Mm -hmm. And the cop's response was um let me quote are you going to stab somebody like her but she continue yeah that's what his response was are you going to stab somebody like her now based off my from what i can see the cop that did say that was a cop of color he looks like he could be biracial or black. No, it's, um, you know what? Once you put on the blue uniform, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, I know. Lose it. But, um, so he looks like he can be biracial or black, um, but he is now under investigation. But when I went and I saw that video and I looked on, I saw that TikTok, and I looked at the comments underneath, I saw a lot of people still justifying. Mm-hmm. Brian's death like oh so the girl in the pink didn't matter though oh I, that yeah. my respect for that cop went up a hundred percent because Bitch. of the cop that said the smart ass Makia Bryant I want you to think about that your respect for this human being went up after he murdered a child after he no, came- no 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 different the other cop the one that made the smart ass remark about are you gonna stab somebody like her Listen, they were saying my respect for that cop skyrocketed for his his remark about are you going to stab somebody like Makia? 
far as police officers go, acknowledgement, yes, but you're not earning respect from nobody for anything. Nope. You're not like, you don't owe my respect. With no, bitch, what the fuck do I sound like? Respect you for what? Why? For why? Do your job, okay? <laughs> you know, I respect retail workers. I pay you. I pay taxes every year. Do your job, bitch. I'm your boss. Y'all <laughs> suck at your job. Zero out of 10 would recommend. Facts. Like, the irritating thing for me with, with Nakia, yes, I understand that there was an issue. She had the gun. The gun. Wow, excuse me. She had the knife in her hand and she was actively you're gonna huh? see rumors and white people will be like, she had a gun. I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> it was on Twitter. Uh, I, excuse me, I correct myself. She had a knife and she was lunging at somebody. So apparently, USA Today released a fact check on what actually happened. And they said she had a, she had a knife. She they did. have not confirmed who dialed nine one one if it was Mykia or not. She had a knife on her. After police had arrived. They told her to stop, but she continued to lunge at somebody else. Within two minutes of the police officers being there, she was shot dead and later, or shot and then later pronounced dead um, on the scene. At the same time, or I don't know if it was on the scene or at the hospital, but at the same time, um, police officers, from what I've heard as well, police officers that came in after that particular cop that killed her also told him to stand down and that there was no reason for him to have his, you know, to, to have his gun out and pointed at this whole group of children at this point. And of course there was. There was yeah, one lonely still, white man amongst black folk. Right. And yet and still he still continued to shoot and kill Makia. And it what really saddens me is that apparently this the the argument that caused this whole thing was about keeping the house clean. Ugh god she got into an argument with two or from what i've heard is she got into an argument with two former members of the foster care home that she lived in and those two former um children foster care kids came and said that that foster mother would like likes the house clean and makia was not makia and her family i guess there were not keeping it clean enough mm -hmm. and that's how this whole argument happened and so then, for, go ahead. I was going to say, so for people, especially people who haven't lived in like areas where if you're not black and you don't know anybody from the hood and you don't know anybody um, that comes from a family that might be close to or below the poverty line, these are the types, this is the type of shit in high stress environments that causes physical altercations. It's mm -hmm. not like you're living in like suburbia and you're like, oh my God, Becky, watch the dishes. It's not that type of situation. There's already other stresses going on in these people's lives. You don't know what type of environments they're coming from, what kind of environment they're in, what type of circumstances they've encountered with other foster homes in the system. Right. Shoot, so, they're in the system as foster kids and that already is hell. You so they very well could have, you know, this could have just been the thing that made all of them snap. And it's not necessarily that this was, you know, a big deal. But for these types of for these people, that could have just made them all snap. And they could have not been having like they could have not been having a good day. They could have not liked each other, period. And the the thought processes of people that are traumatized are not the same as somebody in healthy ass, white ass middle America. Or like even myself, because even me, like I'm like, like I've said before, like most of my family is not as well off as I am, but being around them and, and learning how to socialize from them, even me sometimes, like if I'm having a bad day, leave me the fuck alone because I will snap. I'm not putting hands on anybody, but like, I'm very liable to snap on somebody because you said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And that's not, it wasn't even that big of a deal. So and it's not even like we positively provide mental health support for every child in foster care. It's not, they don't even know what that shit is. As far as they're concerned, a lot of, for a lot of them, they're alone in the world. Right. Um, so everything that they have to fight for is, is worth the fight. So I, and, and on top of that, I wanted to go back because you said that she was lunging and that's why he shot her. If I want to stab you, I'm not going to keep lunging at you. 
I'm jumping, period. And we're going to be on the grass or wherever until right. either I don't have the knife anymore or I've stabbed you. So him saying that she was still lunging was not an excuse for her. There is, you can, any way you write this shit, she could have been running at him with the knife, yep. taser, pepper spray. She would have dropped the knife. Even if she didn't stop running, the shock of being pepper sprayed or tased would have caused her to involuntarily drop the knife. Right. Actually, I don't even think, well, she wasn't lunging at him. She was lunging at one of the other girls. Right. I was saying either way, even if she was running, no matter what. Right. No, I, I, I agree with you. So from what it says, she was lunging. It says, I hold on, let me go back. just makes me so sad i don't understand that thought process that can justify the murder of a child because a police officer did it because if this happened on the street and some other nigga came up and killed that girl they would want him buried under the jail well Mm -hmm. why don't black people care about this shit how come black people where's black lives matter talking about this yeah at your fucking mama's house like thanks we deal with community issues the same way every other community. We don't know what the fuck happened when Jerry killed his whole family because y'all aren't enacting this shit. It's not a statistic. It's not the crimes that they're looking at. I hate when people discuss, you know, black on black crime because that's we're the only people that have that kind of crime, apparently, Mm -hmm. even though statistically speaking, everybody is more likely to be killed by somebody of their own race because that's who you hang out with. Um, but we don't talk about white on white or Asian on Asian uh, crime, but okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I hate, that drives me absolutely fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says here that she was not, she was waving the knife around another woman who was pushed up against a car. It's not even another woman. She's a fucking child. She was waving, yeah. the child was waving a knife at an adult, and as far as I can see it, and it's, it kills me because in my mind, I can see it happening because it's some shit that I would do. Yep. Like yep. I already said, it's some shit that I would do. And I would, you would be against the fucking car until the police got there mm-hmm. to get you. Even if I wasn't intending to stab you, I know you're scared of the knife. So I'm going to wave. And when you try to move, I'm bucking at you. Right. Stay, stay right the fuck where you're at. Because the police are coming and they coming to get that ass, mm-hmm. which is how it should have happened. Was it? Were they also black? Yeah, yeah. The issue is I, we don't know who called nine one one, but apparently it was docile enough for one of the other girls to make an active phone call to the house mother, the foster mom. So it wasn't like it. It was high energy high risk like this girl was lunging she was on her black widow shit trying to take these bitches out the the other girl had the opportunity to call during the situation and tell the foster mom what was going on so she could have been a secret assassin you remember (laughs) just fucking black widow or what what is it it's black widow yeah no, Salt. Was it Salt that rushed that movie about the girl who mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she could have been fucking one of the one of the girls from Wakanda. Like, right. She's out bitches. No, this was teenagers being over emotional teenagers, which teenagers tend to be. I was over emotional when I was sixteen. And if some bitches came to my door and was like, I'm gonna beat your ass, you'd be lucky if I grabbed a knife. Exactly. My daddy got a gun. You still wanna fight? Yeah, right. And my dad and my daddy's got plenty more than one. So you would be luck. Let me put it this way: one time, a friend of my father's rolled up on our house unexpectedly, and what my sister grabbed was not a knife; it was a machete, and met him at the top of the stairs. You gotta look like that because I got one of them little things that they use in the cornfields to chop the corn down. Right. I got a billy club, the whole metal billy club. I can't remember where the shit came from, but it is an entire solid ass piece of steel. I will bust caps in knees, asses, heads. Like don't, it's it's not, this is not the type of household that remains unprotected, period. No, I had, I had a machete in one hand and I had Percy 
who's ready to lunge because he didn't know who this man was. Percy. In the other hand, and Percy's like, who is this? And I got a machete in the other hand. And to this day, that man still will not come back over to, come back to the house. I don't know why. We're friendly people. Uh, <laughs> but that's the people you can meet. Regardless, it was a, and as an officer, you, he went in knowing what the situation was. So you go in knowing, all right, it's a bunch of 16-year-old girls being 16-year-old girls and over-emotional. You don't go in at a thousand percent. And if you do go in and that level of energy for a call about some disgruntled teenagers... You have no business being a police officer. Your job as an officer and as the fucking adult in the situation is to get control of that situation and murdering her. There are so many different ways to do that besides murdering her. Like social workers have disgruntled clients in their offices all the fucking time. Sometimes they have knives. Sometimes they have guns. Sometimes they have scissors. And you know what they have? Absolutely goddamn nothing. They have absolutely nothing, and they have to defend themselves from that. There are so many ways to de-escalate a situation without having to kill a child in cold blood because you were scared even though you have the gun and the Kevlar vest and all of the non-lethal means of incapacitation. You were scared. You were threatened. You should have been the least scared person. As an RA at a college campus, how to how to de-escalate a high-risk situation like that until police can make it on the scene. So don't fucking tell me that this cop has zero fucking training. Like, that was the only thing he could possibly have done to a girl. Don't tell me that. And then at, at this point, like, people... Don't get me wrong, it is also a race thing um, as well. But pe- a lot of people like to say it has nothing to do. I still think it does have something to do with race. But at this point, it's just an abuse of power at this from point, police. It is, it is definitely related, but it's also about police culture in general. Right. So I think because when Dana was talking about the fact that he knew what he was going into um, made me jump back. Um, I don't think we've had an episode on this yet with black kids in the education system um, that black kids period, but black females especially tend to be looked at as more mature than what they are. And not only that, the way that they're handled is different. So say two little white girls got into a fight at school they're going to get separated. They're going to get a nice little talking to you. Might even get out of school, in school suspension, mm-hmm. whatever. But, and I've seen it happen because I went to high school. My first two years of high school were in the deep south in an area where everybody, unless they were white or military, was fucking poor. Um, and so... And I don't mean like regular ass don't have like $5 for lunch today, poor, but like impoverished, like the the whole fucking city was just like sad, traumatizing. Like I don't want to live in, I would never live in Florida, period, just because of my four years living where I lived. Um, and so shit, y'all. So um, I forgot what I was talking about because I just, I flashed back. Anyway, yes, I got it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I had a flashback for a second back to, and my mind glitched. Um, Flashback, I understand. Yeah, I'm back. Here, I'm back. Um, And so Black girls, when they get into fights, the likelihood that they're going to get the police called on them and that they're going to get arrested and entered into the system versus just having a conversation or getting counseled about the situation is much higher than their non-black counterparts and so it for me it doesn't it's not that big of a stretch the fact because a lot of times the resource officers in these schools are police officers or former police officers Mm -hmm. and so it does not take that much in my mind to take that and then put it out into the real world because when these people take off their uniforms the same concepts and biases and racism are still in their mind so it 100 makes sense to me that when he saw black girls he was like "Uh uh-uh i'm gonna have to use more force than normal yeah period because he's racist and that's why it happened there is no other reason she didn't have to die he didn't have to shoot her he 
failed to de-escalate the situation and everything about this was his fault, period. As an officer and as an adult human in that scenario, he failed, utterly failed to get control of a 16-year-old girl with a knife. That was scared. Officer, with a gun and a taser and a baton and all kinds of and, and pepper spray and all kinds of non-lethal means of incapacitation. Shit, you, got, you got scared of a 16-year-old black girl with a knife. There's fucking, there was more than one cop on the fucking scene. It, it's not a one cop location. When he shot her, he was by himself, right? It's almost, they the way they made it seem, it made it seem as if he showed up by himself, but it almost <laughs> seems as if they get like this whole Batman utility ass belt of shit. And then they make it seem like when they go to the academy or when they get on the job, everybody just says, I know you got the belt, fuck the belt, gun only. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, as far as police, as far as like your attitude as a police officer, this is part of one of the things that I said to that fucking moron on Facebook. You get the job with the understanding, or you're supposed to get the job with the understanding that at the end of the day, you're supposed to be protecting the life of the citizen before your own. That's why you're given so much protection. Um, that's why you're given so many means of incapacitating without having to kill. The job is supposed to be protecting citizens. So even if you do get scared, it's your job to nut the fuck up and rely on your training to do what you have to do in order to neutralize the situation without losing as many lives as possible. That's the fucking job. So I'm pretty sure all they do at the academy is talk about how amazing they're going to be when they get out of the academy and that they can't wait to take out their... Whether they understand it or not, the United States is depending on you. Mm -hmm. The law that stands between it and total unrest. Which we should also (laughs) discuss the personality traits that gravitate towards positions like police officer because there are high levels of sociopathic tendencies and narcissism that I don't think this country's ready to discuss yet. But you know they're there. Just and violence. I mean, if y'all need home. proof, if y'all need proof, I don't know if y'all saw this, but this dag on TikTok uh, with the black male police officer. These kids were filming. I think in a gas station. Were filming like a dance in a gas station with their portable speaker. Mm-hmm. And this police officer drives in, turns his car, hits one of the kids, not hard, but like nudges the kid with his daggone car mm-hmm. and the kid looks back and then gets out of the way while his friends didn't even realize that he had gotten hit by the car the cop stops his car gets out of the car takes the speaker out of one of the other kids hands and just confiscates that shit no words no words exchange just steals this shit and confiscates it because ki- kids will be kids Right, right, like the the Latina lady said. But my thing about it is because oh no, I always I'm always the I feel like the devil's advocate when it comes to these situations because I like to make the argument for the other side and then tear that shit down. Um, and I feel like a lot of people will say, well, they shouldn't have been at the gas station, like in the way or whatever. But I have seen countless, even so weedy has done videos at the gas station for dancing or to do like a TikTok video. I don't know what the trend is, but I have seen plenty of people, not even just at the gas station, but in the streets, walking across crosswalks, disrupting traffic, and nobody bothers them. Um, Right. And actually, they even made the statement that this particular gas station did not even complain like the cop took this upon themselves the gas station whatever it was a wawa whatever it was they said nothing they just decided the police officer just decided he was gonna fuck with some kids today so which leads me to the question of if nobody called you here how the fuck do you know that the gas station didn't give them permission to film that video right that doesn't matter because them, the almighty police, have decided that this is a public nuisance or 
I didn't particularly like this activity and I don't like that they're doing it. And I am the God of this particular area as a police officer. So as such, I get to decide that this is, this is, you're going to, you're going to stop this. And it's not like he came on the loudspeaker. Like they had, we missed that Dana. Oh, I said, and I get to do that by stealing your stuff. Oh yeah. It's not like, and I mean, maybe he did it before he came into the picture, but I heard not a, a iota of a warning. I did not hear him come onto the loudspeaker because you know police have the the speaker mm-hmm. to you know pull over over the um, music. They didn't yeah. do any of that. Didn't say cut the music off. Vacate. Get the out the way. He None pulled into the pump and then kept going. And you can tell they didn't know what was happening because they were trying to figure out. Like first they were like, oh, okay, he's just pulling in to be in the picture while we're filming this, right? And then. The one kid that was supposed to be in it was like, oh, maybe he didn't mean to hit me, kept dancing. Mm-hmm. And then once he stopped and got out of the car, even when he got out of the car, they didn't realize what this man was doing. Mm-hmm. He just came up, picked up the speaker and walked away. And why? Because he ain't shit. And this is a whole black police officer. So if y'all think that, because a lot of times without, I won't even mention race when I have these conversations online, which I have a, a lot fewer of them these days because my mental will not allow it period right um and other black people i encourage you to do the same stop arguing with these racist ass coon ass head ass people um because it's not good for your soul and that's just about it i will Uh, not i refuse to argue with another minority or another black person on these matters i just i'm not i just start telling people that they touched in the head like there's something mentally wrong with you it's got to be you had to be dropped like you had to be dropped. You might have. You need to have, must have snorted some goddamn for cocaine because some shit ain't right with you. Um, period. Because there's no other. There's no no other reason. Um, but the kids did not know what was happening, and um, it just. I will not r- bring up race when I have these conversations. And a lot of times people will go straight to trying to call other black, will try to call black people racist, which we all perfectly know is not a thing, can't happen. Um, And instead of trying to argue that point, I'll just be like, you're stupid. Mm -hmm. And now that I know you're stupid, I'm done talking to you. And you Mm -hmm. can continue to be stupid over in Stupidville without me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that about, for me, wraps it up. Like y'all make people scared to have kids because right. we could be doing nothing. I only have a nephew and he looks at me sideways sometimes when I'm like, I will never buy you a fake gun to play with. Uh, water guns are for the backyard. Like, I don't, I don't trust y'all. I don't trust police officers. I don't trust white people in order to just let a child be a child in this world. And I don't care if he was innocent or not, his hands were up and he was facing you and he had nothing in his hands and you still shot him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't MS-13, let me correct that. It's Chicago Latin Kings. Oh, fuck, yeah, they have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Latin Kings are notoriously violent. Mm-hmm. I know some some people that ain't even Latin kings that got Latin king tattoos just because they want to be known. <laughs> One yeah. more time, Dana. Stay away from those people, Shelby. Oh. <laughs> Remember when I said the thing about opening the door with a butcher knife? Mm-mm. When I said I have opened the door with a butcher knife? Maybe tried to run somebody over once or twice, whatever. Um, yeah. One of them's. I don't fucks with that. Like, I don't. I don't fucks with that. Mm-hmm. Fuck around and find out. That's the type of person I am. Like, you can fuck around and think that I'm nice and just have an attitude problem, but you will find out. Mm-hmm. And that is a wrap on this episode of the Cage Bird Chronicles podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Links to everything we've discussed in this episode are in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Cage Bird Pod. Subscribe to our Patreon and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can expect our podcast to be released on Fridays for your enjoyment. Thanks for listening.
Peace. Get off. Bye. Bye. Bye.